Hello and welcome back to Barely D&D, your sort of Dungeons and Dragons podcast. This is Zach, your resident DM, and before we can get into today's wonderful episode, episode 60, Picking Up the Pieces, I need to recap last week's episode, episode 59, Live in the Dream. Craig's desperation for rest from Dolgoth's attack was violently sundered by a vivid nightmare, the terror of which shocked him into consciousness in the cool of night. The middle-aged dwarf attempted to calm himself in the temple's silent halls, but the wounds of the last few months only haunted him all the more in his waking reality, leaving him exhausted when his allies arose in their own states of recovery. Relieved of her curse by Selene's power and Ephmoon's kindness, Ro awoke unexpectedly well and attempted to attend to Craig's distress when he arose, but was harshly rebuffed by the pained man who instead retreated into his own silence. Boz arose and surveyed his wounded companions, choosing to apply some of his wisdom in dignifying the pain of his fellows. A first meeting with Greta was a healing balm to her wounds, granting her some amount of peace in the midst of her suffering. Boz then caught up with Craig and offered him an uncommon vulnerability, the likes of which pierced the wounded man's hardened exterior, offering him a similarly essential morsel of emotional recuperation. While the rest of the group assimilated in pieces to have breakfast, Boz found Tello absent and set out to find his final friend. And it was to Boz's surprise that Tello was not within the temple's chambers at all, but serving the landscape above ground. When the druid inquired of his friend, he could tell something was clearly amiss, and when Boz pressed further, Tello fell into pieces. Tears streamed down his face as he suddenly admitted to having been a double agent against the party since their inception, and that he could no longer work against the group for whom he had come to so deeply care. Boz was racked with a cacophony of motions, able to support his friend no more as the chaos of the party's current circumstances bloomed into something uncontrollable. Tello was left emotionally exhausted among the broken stones of the northern Biaston landscape, while Boz fled from all that he could not control. The dryadic traveler pled to be delivered from all that weighed upon him, for which an unexpected answer came from the Mad Prince himself, who swept Boz away to places unknown, leaving the rest of the fungi to struggle through their own battles in their disparate mess. This is where we pick back up with our party, and I can't wait to get you into the story. Alright guys, welcome back to Barely D&D. This is your local sort of Dungeons and Dragons podcast. Sort of. Sometimes. Let's <laughs> die right there. Melanie, please leave that in. Please. <laughs> After the most emotional episode of Dungeons and Dragons that you've ever had the pleasure of listening to, we are back with another one. Eat your heart out, Critical Role. That's right. <laughs> no, I don't know. They're, they're, but it's Valentine's Day. Really what? Not. <laughs> it's not oh, even a little win. bit. No, 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 no. Oh, sweet. <laughs> Oh, sweet baby boo. Oh, bless your heart. Okay. Bless I might be the youngest, but come heart. on. <gasps> sweet little episode stinky little. Guys, we're in the 60s. It's episode That's older than I am. Okay. You're right. Micah is actually 59. Mm-hmm. Are you trying to say something about us? We are guys. We're in the sixties, and this is a little late adventure. That's insane! Wow, wow. Nice. We have a question from the editor. A letter from the editor. I saw you almost missed the counter with that glass. Thank you. Okay. <laughs> question for this week: Tell me your character's last two to three Google searches. That's no. good. That's no. very good. So good. Mm. Greta's in, on the black market in Barbados. <laughs> the FBI watches Greta. How to? How where to find how to find map for the Silk Road? What? 
<laughs> anyway, um, who's the DM NPC? Oh, Tello. 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 How to hide secrets from your friends. Yeah. I saw that kind of lie how. to your closest Wiki friends. <laughs> what? <laughs> no, what? You don't know about WikiHow? Yeah, WikiHow. Oh, writers go to hell? With the pictures. All right, okay. No, we adore Tello. Even if he's done an awful thing. No, 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 no. Nose goes. Pause. Uh, where is Moss? Um, is it is it possible should it be possible for bees to fly um, uh, nearest cake shop uh, something like that probably <laughs> dog got died he went oh it's time for cake <laughs> craig no. Um, <laughs> no thoughts just rocks that was um, wild how to attune to saloon weapon <laughs> Who is Saloon? <laughs> it's 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 all how to attune to Saloon weapon, but it's like every single one for the first two is misspelled until you finally get it right. Saloon. Did you mean? I did you still mean... have un more, uno more. Oh. Un... I don't know how to speak Spanish. Um, it was all wrong. Ma, thank you. You didn't wrong. I'd say his last one would be um, marriage. How to marriage. text on how message Google. <laughs> nice. No, it's 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 how it's to attune to Salone to Salone Salone. All right, uh, Greba. No. Okay. Uh, Rome. Okay. Um, how to buff up as Tiny Bard? Uh, <laughs> that's <get> funny. <laughs> Fitness <laughs> inspiration workouts for small bards. <laughs> Greta's googling like buff guys stuff. <laughs> um, how to. Uh, keep yourself uh, from crying. From crime? From crying. Wiki oh. how. How to not commit crimes. <laughs> how to not <laughs> commit crimes. Um, and then uh, uh, Yalabrin. Secrets. <laughs> Yalabrin secrets. <laughs> uh, Yalabrin species of bats. Aww. Okay. All right. So Tello, what were Tello's last three Google searches? Um, I don't think we've done Abby yet. Never. Oh, she's so sneaky. Griba? <laughs> That's probably one of them. <laughs> I think she uses the voice commands and just screeches into it. <laughs> I'm sorry. <laughs> we're talking like in this episode. I think. I think just well, like any the period. last time she was on Google, like when Recently. did she have time to get on Google? Since since the Dolgoth fight, what yeah. were her last three Google searches? <laughs> Abby's taking this question seriously. Guys, I take every question seriously. Yes, I have a slow Forgive brain, me. okay? It takes Wait, me a what? long time to think. <laughs> Wait, what but was, it grows the most beautiful things. What was Google? <laughs> what's Google in the summer camp world? Didn't y'all have the name for that? Yeah, we had a name for that, but I don't remember what it was. What was it called? Jonathan, I know you probably know this. It was like you comment. Was it like a ripoff of Bing? Like, oh yeah, there was a Reddit. Okay, never mind. Yeah. Do you have an answer? Yeah. So you should say it. Snail. 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 Can I cast modify memory on myself? Oh. <laughs> and wow. cleric. How to be a cleric. 
Just oh. no, actually, just how to cleric. How to cleric. Pet hot coop. I have to think about this because I feel like I could. I feel like I could divulge too much if I if I answer too. <laughs> Bro, you opened the can of worms. There were so uh, many worms. Nasty, there's nasty, there's worms. Nasty worms. The worms, the worms are ugly. Guy. Put them back. <laughs> I would not love you if you were a worm. <laughs> hey guys, worms are great. You back off those. Not those vertebrates. worms. Yeah, not these uh, nasty worms. worms. We're talking Put about. Put your nasty worms away. Worms. I think I think I think uh, telesearches would be. Um, Like something like angsty rogue message forums. Would be the first one. <laughs> rogue then, chan. Yeah, rogue oh, chan. Gosh. Then the second one Toxic. would probably be um yeah. like how to keep magic people from watching you or something. Yeah, relatable. And then uh <laughs> the third would probably be headhog coot. What is that? Where is what? that from? What am I missing? From a, it's from a college humor It's from an ancient college humor video called If Google Was you a Guy. You don't have to call me old. Oh, yeah, yeah. I think we called you young. Yeah. yeah. We called ourselves but, I know what you're old. talking about. I just didn't get the reference Where keep because I have a slow brain. Bald guy's office to ask him dumb questions yeah. and he has to go like. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I've it's seen a, it. It's a very simple concept, but well executed. I've seen it. I've seen more than one of them because they've made more than one. I think they made like six. Yeah. I've watched I don't know if I've seen times. six. One day when Chad GPT is the only search and everyone's going to be like, what's a Google? <laughs> I need to get that reference. <laughs> but, um, I like a that. I do. I do. Is that Thank a French you, Melanie, word? for the question. Thank you, Melanie. Is that a French word? We love you. It is a top of the line question. <laughs> Melanie. All right, y'all. Yes? <laughs> is a do a French word? Do, just give us one French word, Zachary. What? Is a do a French word? I don't know. I bet that Am I going mean, to describe pick, mushroom? If you Mar pick, raccoon? Or if you no? pick any two vowels and then a consonant, you have a French word. But what word? <laughs> yeah, <laughs> let's, let's get our mm, raccoon. I mean, I don't want to overdo my stay because it is... Let's get a mm, raccoon. Okay. If you could describe... What are his last three Google searches? No, 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 no. <laughs> we have to stay faithful to this. We're describing the painting. <laughs> Can you describe the three lines? That's on... just what I was thinking about. <gasps> oh. We have the same brain. We do. Anyway, there's a lot of um, lines. Too bad that your brain yeah, which can't lines? comprehend art as well as mine. But we are going to need oh. this segment to happen. Okay, <laughs> I'm working on it, my guy. It takes time. Mm. I wanted to bring attention today. Maybe in a f further art raccoon section, we'll talk about the trash can slash mug question mark. But I want to talk about the three lines <laughs> rising above the trash can slash mug Steve. question mark. And I just this, I just think it 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 really fits well with. Because there's three lines. And One man's trash can is another man's they're, mug. Hey, watch it, man. They're very much, they're, they're curving upward like steam or stink. Or, or, or it could be stinky smells. Hot, steamy. Um, and Poop. I just think it's significant that there's three mms, there's mm, and then there's three uh, hot, yummy drink or stink lines. I just think that that really matches up really well. We've been talking about this painting for a long time. And the joke is that we keep talking about it, but every once in a while I look at it and I genuinely laugh again. Like, it's so good. It is so funny. We love so it. This should be at the Louvre. Like every once in a while I forget that? our joke yeah. about it's it. Love. I just look at it and I'm just like, what? When I got that painting, it was hanging in a coffee yeah, shop. Yeah, yeah. And what a blessed day that was. I walked up to somebody, another human being, and I said, I would like to purchase that. 
<laughs> and they gave me a very quizzical look. Like it was a joke at first. And I said, no, you don't understand. No, no. I would like to buy that. And they said, but we have to contact the, the artist. And I was like, that's probably a five-year-old. Well, it's a 47-year-old woman. Their idea of currency is probably less than $10. Like, it's fine. I paid like 40 bucks for it. Yeah, I think it's really great. was worth yes. it. And... It is the best purchase that I've ever made in it my really entire is. life. Somebody else, <laughs> what they didn't tell me is somebody else paid for it before I got there. <gasps> somebody That's else bought that thing first, but they High never demand. came to get it. <laughs> and I, since I had already paid the money, they said, you can have the and painting now that person or a refund. has paid one of your close personal friends to infiltrate your party and eventually kill you. Ah! Oh. Anyway. Wow. That's, That's a deep. lot of screams. Wee wee ho ho. There's so many good memes to make out of Telebetrayal. There's so many good memes. No, no, no. There's a lot of tears to be shed. <sighs> no, On no, that note. Soggy bread through tears. <laughs> oh, no, no. No, 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 no. If I could do a French accent, it would be over for you, stinkers. My party's weird. Um, so. <laughs> Says the Our weird DM is filled with level cruelty and hate. Level eight. Level eight. I'm looking at you, you wee bunny lasses. This is a level eight adventure. So this is level eight. Um, Today is 3488 police, but also Jackie, like genuinely helpfully pointed out that I didn't mess up the dates last time. Um, Yeah, I did. If you're ever listening, listener, and you're like, wow, I feel like Zach got that detail wrong. He probably did. Um, This should be the, it was not the 22nd for the first session. It was the 23rd because you guys had already had a knife. No, what? No, in my notes, I have that the 23rd was the day that you we know, spoke the man of to the Man of Arcana. Yeah. Okay. Oh, so it should have been the 24th. So it should have been the 24th. Yes. So today is the 24th. This is Bialkaneth, uh 24. Yes. You mentioned that we were on the phone that you need to clarify something about the Wellsprings. You're the freaking best. Okay, also, um, in that super important conversation you had with Thalgan, she said that uh, Zorgrim used Shista to corrupt the Wellspring. It mm-hmm. done been corrupted. My oh. bad. The one the one in yeah, and that conflicted with something I told you a long time ago. Yeah. My bad. Okay. The one in Zorgrim has been corrupted for nope, like the one in where? The one in Zorgrim has been corrupted forever. Zorgrim. Yes, that's the name of the island. Whoa. Yeah. Has been so. corrupted forever. He just turns just the inner Lich Queen there. That was what okay. I was supposed to say. It's not the biggest complication yeah. in the world, but it matters. So sorry okay. if to, to Jonathan and the two other lore nerds out there, if you were like, What? That was my bad. Yes, Jackie. Um now we're gonna be like, which, yeah, and the last no, six <laughs> which came first? The chicken, the, or, the the chicken or the egg? Zorgrim the island or Zorgrim the name? Definitely Zorgrim the person the island was named after. Okay, that's what I thought. Okay, that's I just wanted to clear. The well, I just wanted, I didn't know if like he named himself because he really liked the island. <laughs> <laughs> Hi, I'm just Zorgrim. A, and just I just a dragon going like, this is a good island. Let's go do some genocide. <laughs> hey, um, my name's Bahama. <laughs> <laughs> Bahama. Bahama. <laughs> Man, okay, focus, Zach. You can do this. You're a big kid. I want to play d Today is 3488 PB, Bialkaneth, 23. 24. This, 24. Tech I'm not upset with you. I'm upset with me. It's the 24th. Thank you, Jackie. You're the best. You really do have keen mind. Um, this is Adventure 60, or Episode 60, Picking Up the Pieces. We're hopping back in with... Roe and uh, Craig, maybe? C. We're talking about... Where is everyone? I was gonna go yeah um, you were basically like yeah. let's go look for everyone i don't know why i suddenly turned spanish and said you were basically like let's go look for everyone <laughs> cc but uh yeah you uh, guys were you guys were gonna go look for everybody so craig um i'll i guess i could go you um, go out you, you were gonna go outside already yeah 
I can <laughs> role play. I think I think Boz <laughs> might like corners. Um, I can. <laughs> I can look in I'm, some I'm, corners. You do that. I'm gonna go outside because I need I need Are some you, fresh is air. It cold. My my flowers stop growing if I'm on the ground <laughs> too long. So okay, okay. And then she walks off towards the the front door. Mm. The you door. walk out of the temple. The, yes. Oh. No, yes, y'all were gonna talk to Edmund Kai about the staff. We I had wasn't. The whole idea I no. About... no. I told. Craig. Oh no, they've got it. They'll okay, y'all got it. No, okay. I had just told Craig that he should. Oh, okay. I wasn't gonna okay. go with him. And then Craig went, Oh, boss doesn't like corners. Micah, look that over there. So, Ro, you walk <laughs> out of the front of the temple. Micah actually listen, I want you to know Micah actually looks with astonishing amazing. Ro, you walk out of the temple. <laughs> <laughs> so you tricked me. You go, I literally just pointed and said look. And then I did. You're the Man, you failed that wisdom saving throw. Uh, so <laughs> you you go up the stairs and um, you go outside. Wow, beautiful Biosynon landscape. It's the same um, place that I met with Edmund Kai, yes. correct? And so okay. you see that same slope outside, and um, it is it's beautiful, uh, kind of like early midday, um, and Boss is nowhere to be seen, uh, and um, there is make a perception check for me. <laughs> Which is our first roll today. 17. Like 200 feet down from you. Uh, like pretty, f no, maybe even 300, like a fair ways down the road. You can see Tello is just kind of like sitting on a rock facing toward the road. A pretty good distance away. How many feet? Like 300 feet away. Maybe so even almost far. like four. He's a lot of feet. <laughs> <laughs> um... Like, how long would it take me to walk? <laughs> An amount of time. I... Okay. I... No, 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 no. I, um... I don't... I don't see Boz anywhere, so I'm just kind of... I take a deep breath, and I'm just kind of looking around, and... Um, I have... I know... This is just for flavoring. I know Rose's not, like, a wizard, so she doesn't have to have, like, a songbook with her, like, to do things. But she's been kind of, like, studying it and all. And uh, she takes out her... Um, her songbook, and uh, she's been kind of, like, studying this one that she found in her book for a while, and she tries it. <laughs> you want me to play the song? No, 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 oh, no. Oh, sorry, sorry, sorry. Um, oh, she, yeah, yeah, wow. so, wow. <laughs> like she Good tries DMing, <laughs> playing a song, mm -hmm. um, and uh, because he's, uh, she wants to see if she sees Boz too, so she tries this spell that she's never done before, and I want to say that because she has those like dryadic vibes to her as well, and her bardness. Um, she plays kind of like it kind of sounds like sunshine on my shoulders um, by john denver and then all of a sudden a she just kind of into herself Ooh. like it's like a purple oh and God, dude. and she turns into a bat <laughs> dude, yeah. yes. um bad bro and to to um to kind of give you guys a, a, I have a picture of a bat that I want it to look like. <gasps> yes. Um, yes. Let us if see. Zach is okay with me, please bring it. Oh no. 
Everybody's throwing dice trays. We all know that Zach hates flavoring things. Um, so this is called an old world fruit bat. <gasps> and uh, they're so cute. I love them. They're my Thanks, one of my Abby. favorite kind of bats. And I would say it kind of looks like this, but uh, with maybe rose purple oh, eyes. Yes. Oh, and um, and she turns into a bat. <laughs> okay, so, so with cute. polymorph. <laughs> you play that beautiful tune and then... <laughs> It kind of looks like um, if you've seen Harry Potter when they use a port key yes. and they go yeah, into themselves. Heck yeah. But it's purple and green and all of a sudden there's a bat there instead. Yes. And as you as you begin alighting into the wind with your wings, um, the last like purple ethereal lines of your magic are like drifting off of them and then fade away. And you are a freaking bat. And Ro, there's a moment where you're like... <gasps> uh, I did it. And that's like a pretty powerful sp spell you just cast as you cast Polymorph and you're just... Um, and I, I fly like up, uh, like I want to see, like I know bats can't see, like they use echolation and they use blindsight. Um, old world fruit bats have excellent eyesight. Oh, they do? Wow. I didn't even know that. Okay. Well then heck yeah. Um, and I wanted to fly up about like, uh, like 150 feet. Is that yeah, possible? Easy. Um, easy. and can I look and see if I see boss anywhere? Like, or like, what do I see? Like, just what do I see in general? Yeah, um, you get a better make a perception check. Okay. Or Kepkin Kek. Right. I'm sorry, Micah. You're really good at this. <laughs> Thank you. Why did you say that? Because it's like you know so much about animals and just world stuff that it makes you like the perfect DM. Well, thank you, Micah. That's very sweet to say. Um, I got a 13. 13. Okay. And actually the way that polymorph will work in the future is you'll use the creature stats. Um, oh, that's right. But that's okay. Nope. I well, I looked up bat, but it said that like because I d it didn't say like what kind of bat. Yeah, it was sure. like they don't have good eyesight and it's blindsight. So that's yeah, why I was that is stinky and stupid. Yeah. Yeah. No. Good point. So anyway. I didn't know what to do. And your perception modifiers are good. So you know what? That was the right call. You're such a good player. Okay. Um. So you look out at the <laughs> landscape. It. You can see a great deal from this vantage point, and it's much of what I described to Landon last time. You see the beautiful sloping landscape. Um. As it striates and cracks and crevices and splits apart in the distance. Um. From your higher vantage, you can see far in the distance there are more buttes every so often here and there. These large plateaus. Um. And far in the distance, you wonder if maybe maybe if you aren't even like kind of a little bit in the valley, like a rock shelf. Um, another good comparison. I'm just outing myself as someone who lived in West Texas more, but <laughs> it's, it's, it's a lot like the cap rock um, with that drop off um, as it dots the landscape. And uh, um, yeah, it's just it's just a vast open landscape. And you can see the trail of the road that leads by far away, like maybe almost kind of like a mile. Um, there is a very small town. Oh, north wow. of here, which you would assume to be Chital, um, okay. that Ekman told you about a while back, uh, near which this temple was built. Okay. Um, I don't see any sign of Boz up there. Uh, no. Okay. Um, I guess I... Ugh. Player me doesn't want to, but Ro would. She'd fly down to Tello. Okay. Um... <laughs> Uh, she flies down to Tello and she unmorphs. <laughs> and Rose there. And he just sort of. And when you look at him, uh, oh, Tello's weird. Um, he His eyes are like super puffy. They're completely bloodshot. And he looks like he has been crying for like an hour. And he just sort of looks over. Oh. 
Uh, hey, Tello, sorry, I didn't mean to startle you. Um, uh, uh, are, are you okay? Um, uh, hello? Uh, do you know our bosses? Oh, no, I, I was actually going to ask you the same. Um, I was looking for him up there. <laughs> um, have you seen him? Was he out here? Or Yeah, he was uh, He was out there a little while ago, but he went off on his own. Oh, okay. I thought he was going to go find you guys. Um, no, I, I've been down in, in the temple, and uh, Craig and I were looking for you all. Um, Did you just fly over here? Yeah, it's something new. I just kind of figured out from my mom's songbook um that's amazing i don't i don't really know how but i mean i'm not as cool as balls but uh with his druidic magic but uh it's it's kind of cool i guess it felt really weird <laughs> never been another creature before anyway um uh, are you sure you're okay um just just a lot from you know last couple of days yeah my yeah um, would you like me to... And she kind of points to his face and the puffiness and all. Uh, yeah, that'd be, yeah. Um, uh, thanks. Of, of course. Um, well, I guess, uh, I, I, do you want to be out here alone or, I mean, I yeah, can... Yeah, I'll just, I'll just okay. be out here while. Okay, I'm gonna go, I'm gonna go see if I can, um, I guess find balls. Uh... Let me know if you need anything, okay? Can I... Can I go inside? Yeah. Okay. Sorry. No! <laughs> I feel like this is what you would do. Ooh, that's not good. <laughs> um, Ro is just... With the high of being a bat. Um, That's a 10. I'll see your 10. Oh no! I'll raise you a seven. Oh, this is why you should get the NPCs. What did you NPCs roll? <laughs> you have a plus seven to deception. Yeah. What did you roll? Did you roll a natural one? You have a plus. Se Tell has a plus seven to deception. How did? There's no way. <laughs> yeah. Wait. What? Yeah. So I guess it'd just be a one. But uh, uh <laughs> Tell is <laughs> lying. Okay. Pretty. You know what? That's story appropriate. Yeah. Yeah. Honestly, I shouldn't even have had you make a check. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, something's um, weird. Ro just kind of... Ro, uh, Ro had turned to go, and she looked back, and she just... He's just staring at the dirt. She puts her hand on his shoulder and just... Um, um, where... Tello stands up, gonna... and he walks across okay. the road. Um, and he just leaves <gasps> he's not supposed to do that and he just starts walking like across the road like away from the temple just kind of like into the road turns and walks back towards the temple okay and she sees no sign of like where Boz would have gone and the Make an investigation sir. okay that's what I'm gonna do <laughs> <laughs> I was stomping my feet really yeah, hard as I was leaving. Stomp, Definitely stomp, made stomp. some trash. Wait, 
for anyone else, I would say probs not, nah, but the th or or you can make a survival check, your choice. Um, but uh, the thing is it's that the same. as we flavor it, every single time you wild shape, there are leaves. There so are. there is something to find. There would have been tracks of like something of human feet turning into deer feet. It's a dirty 20. Jeez! <laughs> Heck yeah. I know my animal tracks. Um, yeah, okay. Human tracks, human tracks, human tracks. Er, Autumn boss, leaves. Boss tracks. Deer tracks. And then... Yeah, it's true. Not human. So like, like a boot imprint you find somewhere near a point further up. And there's a bowl with cold soup right next to it. And then as you follow it further out, it leads to a bunch of leaves and then deer tracks. And then you're like... Ah. I would have dropped my soup for sure. No, that was Telos. Oh, well, never I had it. my bowl too. You emptied it. But it was empty. Yeah, yeah, but I still had it. Like I was holding it. I would have dropped it. There's also I... a bowl somewhere. I don't know. <laughs> why why that detail? But there's leaves everywhere. Hey, hey. And then it goes on. Realism, And then man. actually with the with an unnatural 20, you kind of found like it's, there's more leaves further on. And then like they've started to drift away with some light breeze, but like. Do you like, And then there's like a like a big rough patch in the dirt. Like it looks like maybe Boz might have fallen over. It's weird. And then nothing from there. I call out. I say, balls. <laughs> balls. Balls. Hey. No. No. Okay. No? no. Wait, where did he go? I don't know. He zoinked away with Yelkatanath. She knew that name. There is not anyone there. <laughs> okay. <laughs> I think Jackie thought I was still there the whole time. I really did. See that. That's okay. You don't see anyone. It just now, literally, it just now occurred to me what was said in the last session. The wording of what Zach said just now clicked with me. Zach cast Zoink at some level and Zoink. Know. Um, Rue is gonna polymorph back into a bat and give another spell slot. Yeah, oh, I do. Okay. All right. And. She's she's gonna go up. She's just gonna fly around for a hot second, okay? Like for five or ten minutes. Um, with wings as large as yours, um, since you'd be a part of that family, you would be able to kind of like thermoglide on the high rising currents from the valley. So you're just kettling, which is basically a behavior where you can fly around in looping circles and rise on those heat waves as they rise up, and then you can soar down to another heat wave current and then rise on it in spirals, and you're just getting a good advantage of the landscape. Bill we love to guy. see it. We love to Bill see it. All right. Um, yeah. We're switching. Uh, Craig, what are you doing in the temple? I want to go I find. I forgot about you. I forgot I've forgotten about, about you. <laughs> <laughs> I forgot about me. I'd like to we go um, grab my. It's not mine. Good one. Um, glaive, not a gavel. Okay. Not a grape. <laughs> I was carrying a gavel. I cast boom. Just uh, I cast just. Uh, Craig, you go. Pick it up, and it's it's heavy. Like it's long and 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 lithe, but it's seven feet tall. Which, for reference, how tall are you? You're like four foot exactly. Five foot two. You're fu what? That's a tall dwarf. Four. That's not correct. That's not right. Four foot two. Four foot two. That makes more sense. So <laughs> this thing has almost three feet on you. It is very large next to you, but you um, huck it over your shoulder or lay it over your shoulder and you um go find the dude. It's not hard. I mean, oh. he has, there's only so many rooms here and he has designated quarters. So you go up to his door, very humble, simple looking. Hey. Knock. Knock, knock, knock. Oh, thank you. There's like a 
you could literally have made that anyway um there's like a <laughs> shuffling sound and then you hear one moment and everyone is standing there yes Craig I have I would it hey I see yeah from Dogoth's night yeah who's Saloon <laughs> oh have you heard of the Pale Maiden? This is familiar. From where but have you, you heard should of it? remind me. Ah. <laughs> Selun is one of Yalabrin's gods. She is the goddess of twilight, stars, the moon, but most importantly, safe passage and travel. She is the goddess of care for those seeking shelter. That's very helpful for us. Um, I would say so. <laughs> Stop giggling at me. Um, so I, I have this glaive. You do. It is an impressive weapon. Is it only for people who are followers of Sulu? Is it? Is it disrespectful for me to be holding this right now? <laughs> no, I would imagine not. Does this mean that Saloon is connected with me when I hold it? You could say that. What does it do with, like, Saloon? I do not know. Do you want to hold it? Um, sure. How tall is, is him? Um, how him tall is him? Uh, <laughs> And he's a linebacker 6'2". He's a big guy. Keepers. When he hands it over tall. to him, it's a little taller, but it, it fits quite nicely in his hands. It's about appropriate for his height. Lacrosse he looking. It up and he, <laughs> it's what? his well-balanced weapon. So does it have, like... Is it just a symbol of showing, like, hey, I follow Solon, or does it have, like, some magical properties that connect with Solon. These stars here laden into the blade. Mm -hmm. Weapons that are meant for high priests of Selun are often emblazoned with such a symbol. That is her symbol which can be found in many places. But to be laid into the blade it means that it is intended for one of her most faithful acolytes. So it is likely magical. So that doesn't make sense because the guy who was fighting us had that. So was it he, it wasn't his? If you kill me and take my weapon, you have my weapon. It is possible oh. this is all that transpired. Much oh. of Selud's order was lost to time. This is why I am working to restore it. He like kind of looks around at the temple. It is very easily possible that this was either taken off of a practitioner or taken from a temple. I'm so glad that we have this away I from am him. Too. Okay. Um, okay. I was just curious about the history of it. Um, I don't know why. I I don't feel like it's right with me to have it. Because I don't... I mean... Do you mean to create harbor for those in need? Anytime I can. Then you are an instrument of Selun. But I was actually meaning to talk to you about this because if you want the weapon, I think it fits well with you. 
But if you do not, I have been collecting some. I was once a part of a group seeking a cause. And if you want this weapon, I think it would work well with you. You're tall for your stature. But I have other alternatives if you are interested in the choice. I have been collecting some for a worthy warrior to bear. Um. Hmm. Since this is not... Give me a moment. And he turns back into the room. And you hear the sound of a chest opening. And the sound of like metal. And as he walks back, he walks back and he's holding two swords. They're both short swords. One is the blade you used against Dolgoth. Um, a uh, silver hand, a silver hilt um, with gold fire emblazoned around the pommel, uh, beautifully carved and a ruby inlaid into its pommel. And there's scarlet leather wrapped around the pommel that wraps around the sword guard. And from it, three flame spouts on either side of gold. And the blade is a dark bronze and uh, like very gently carved into it. There are like soft lines like that of a flame licking up the, um, the blade itself. And he says, this is flame tongue. It was crafted by the old ones and left for their order called the old guard that protected the wellsprings. It was left in a temple in Zedj and given to me when we were to protect the wellspring there. You used it against Dolgoth. If you say it's command word, and I don't remember if this is the correct one, but I think it is. He says, Kavash, and then the blade <laughs> sets on fire. He says, you may burn your enemies while you slash them. And then he like kind of like shakes it out and it <laughs> goes out. And he says, this is a bleed I found in a far land to the south. And he holds up one in his right hand. He says, um, this is Star Splinter. And in his right hand, he is holding a gorgeous blade. The, um, <clears throat> the base hilt is the... Both of these, like the, the blade in his left hand is nothing but silver, gold, and ruby and bronze. So the whole blade is like, it could basically be ceremonial art. Same for the one in his right. Um, the hilt is electrum. So it's that deep blue. It's The hilt is literally a currency. <laughs> um, it's that deep, like blue, silver metal. And it's got this like wide hilt guard with these circular carvings into it. And um, the handle has like groovings in it that like leather has been laid into. So you can see the metal between every single groove, but you could still hold it easily. And in the pommel, there is um, sort of like, uh, uh, it's it's what looks kind of like the rough outcropping of a rock with like kind of lines coming off the back of it. So it looks like a meteor falling engraved in the bottom of the pommel and set in the middle of it is a white crystal as if that were the palm, the meteor itself. As it moves up the blade, the whole blade is silver as it comes up to the top to a sharp point. And it's this gorgeous balanced short sword. It's kind of like Roman blade style. Um, but in it, the whole, the whole blade is broken fragments um, that have all been melted back together. So it looks like someone smashed the sword at one point and then melted it back together. And all the sections are melded back together with lapis lazuli which is, have you played Minecraft? You know that blue crystal you can you, get? You, oh, yes, I've been playing Minecraft, but I don't know that. <laughs> I made Shame. that reference because I know you've played Minecraft. Yeah. Um, yes. So it, there's like a blue crystal in the blade, somehow magically holding the parts of the blade together. 
and there's text all up the blade written in a language you don't read. And he says, Star Splinter is likewise a weapon of the old god. Mm. It is magically endowed. It deals extra power of light. It's also a holy weapon. And it has an additional ability to strike foes at a distance, even when you are not at distance, if you wouldn't step aside. Hmm. Would you step aside? Yes. You're mulling that over quite hard. <laughs> yes, I will step aside. Okay, so Craig, you step aside. <laughs> he walks out of the hallway toward that open room next to you, that, like, sort of entry room, and he holds the blade back, and he says, um, uh, seek on your knee. And he flings the blade forward, and there's this, like, and this bright light, and all the parts of the blade break and fly into the, into the air forward, and the fragments of the blade fly around the space as if, like, someone were throwing, like, 40 knives. And then they and come back together into the sword. If you were interested in either of these weapons, I would find that they would be right in your hands. Wow. Oh my gosh. Okay. You may come back to me later if this is overwhelming. Oh, this is very good. Um... (laughs) Well, I really like the one you just used. Um, I have a question about the about the weapon that I'm holding. Proth used this weapon. Yes. Do you think that there was a chance that maybe he was a follower of Saloon at one point before what they did to him? I do not know. That would be a dark fate. What's that? I see. Are you interested in either of these swords? <laughs> okay. I love him. <laughs> um, yes. Yes, I am. I'm interested in the um, the one that you just used. So he, like, turns it around so that you can hold the hilt? He holds it kind of like... It's heavy. <laughs> Lightsaber? Yeah. Oh, my goodness. <laughs> hmm. Is it right for me to... I don't know. It, it just feels so wrong in my hands that I haven't lived. I, I feel a little unworthy. I've, I mean, I've been... That is foolish. <laughs> How? Do How you intend is... to use it well? Yeah, but... Have you made great sacrifices to protect those in need? Yeah. Obviously, it is well suited for your hands. It is far less valuable collecting dust. Okay. All right. So you would trust me? (laughs) Yes, Craig. You would would trust me with this. I promise. I promise. I just watched you kill (laughs) Dolgoth. If that does not make me trust someone, I don't know what would. You're the best. Okay. (laughs) And he turns around and walks back to the room. And as he walks back, um, that glaive is still propped up against the wall, and he goes. Do you want to leave this here or take it with you? Or... Um, I think that I'll, I think it's better in your hands. We're all pretty short. Um... <laughs> you are very short. Yeah. Everyone in your group except for the elf and the green one are all quite short. Yeah, I, I, guess I think you gray. better hold on to this until there's a taller person that comes along. All right. 
Yeah. <laughs> he's off the floor and he <laughs> walks back into his quarters. Okay. He's got a sword. You Craig? can put Star Splinter on your sheet, and I will get you the uh, sheet for that later. Is that a classic D and D weapon, or is that a homebrew? That is extremely homebrew. Boss. Ooh, here we go. Let's go to you. <gasps> I'm so excited. Boz, you blink hard. And you sit up and you hear. And you are sitting waist high in water. You're sitting in it. There's water up to about like halfway up your torso. Is it cold or warm? It's warm. Oh. And oh, no. below you things are kind of like mucky. And uh, as you sort of like adjust everything you're seeing, all around you is sort of like a bog. Um, thick green water, but not foul smelling. Um, in fact, almost strangely sweet. To the, It smells like flowers around here, though you can see none. And there are thick, dense, twisted mangroves all around you. Long roots like legs reaching out into the water and standing and propping the trees up. And they're twisted and gnarled as such trees might be, but far more. Some of them are growing at genuinely vertical angles. And some of them have branches that reach up and then bloom down into the water, holding their leaves upside down into it. Others just spreading out at strange far angles. And the barks on every tree twist with them, grooving with their pattern. And beneath the dark bark, when you get to the tissue just beneath, all of it is some sort of like a bright blue color that you can just barely make out. Through the air all by you, there's like bugs flying, but like bullets. Very fast, and they're all bright metallic colors. Bye. And as you look up at the sky, it's a very light purple, but it's bright like it's the middle of the day. And there are like clouds normal. above you, but I'm they're kidding. not they're not single clouds floating like ships. They're like strips of clouds swirling and dancing and writhing in and out of each other back and forth. And uh, you can hear with some sort of amphibian life nearby and you hear like a and you're just in a bog and the trees around you are dense and you're looking at the sky sort of like looking up through them and the whole place is just warm and alive I want to walk over to one of the trees okay you to the water and you start to the water get up to one of the trees and I cast speak with plants okay um what does it look like as you cast it? and your staff is with you I uh, I just kind of like touch the tree and then I touch my head with the ends of the staff okay as you touch the tree the branches of the staff small and wrapping around it but growing some leaves and flowers they like they grow tiny little tendrils out of the end and reach out of the tree and as you pull it back toward your head they stay in the tree and they elongate oh, cool. and make a connection as you touch it to your head the, the the branches around your head and you pull them back to the middle and it's like you're wearing like sort of like a like a crownlet of the branches and you pull it back to the middle and it's connected to the tree and this light reaches the middle and then back out and then all the branches pull back into the staff in then the tree goes and twists up and twists around and as it turns around to you you can hear the plant but it is moving in response 
As it stands up taller. Hi. I I I I am one. Where am I? <laughs> and then all the trees around you. Oh no! And you start hearing all around you. <laughs> I feel like saying this out loud or is it in my head? All of it starts in your head and then it becomes out loud oh. as audibly around you. Oh. Just like hundreds of feet of trees begin laughing. That's a, a pretty that's a pretty hysterical circle, my and guy. Then you hear <laughs> How'd you get so lost you end up here? Where where is here? <laughs> And then they just break out into uproarious laughter again. Huh? <laughs> Are they still laughing? Oh, it's like a laughing fit. And as they begin laughing, something begins shaking, and like leaves are shaking, and it begins sounding like like wind is rushing through the trees. But it's just the sound of the trees shaking themselves, and the water is beginning to like vibrate from their roofs, from their roots as they like writhe and dance. All right. Um, is there could, is there any way you could help me? I'm just trying to figure out where to go next. Uproarious laughter. Like you can barely hear yourself think. Um, what's your? Do you have a name? It goes on and on and on, and eventually the trees seem like they run out of breath, and one of them responds, <laughs> "No." Few of us have names here. Okay. What's yours? Boz. 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 If you Boz, laugh at that, Boz, I will be hurt. Boz, Boz. <laughs> Clever. You're funny, Boz. That'll get you far. It got me here. Mm. All the other trees like twist back to what they were doing, and this one stays upright. How do we get farther? You walk. <laughs> What's the least worst place to walk to from uh, here? I've never been anywhere, but right where I am, I'm a tree. I could stay here too. <laughs> I could stay right here. Mm, that would be boring. The water's warm. I mean, most that's better than it being cold. Mm. All right. This conversation's getting boring. I'll, I'll ask you where I am again. And maybe that can... Where am I? Oh, it's not funny the third time, I guess. All right. And I, I, I walk away. The water is like, as you push forward through the water, it builds up your knee. And as you pick it up out of the water, it falls back down the shin guard of your armor and back into the water. And as, you, as you're walking, you suddenly realize your shirt's not wet, nor the pants like up from your knee, only the parts currently in the water. And when you stood up out of the water, the water completely left your clothes. Okay. Got it, got it, got it, got it, got it. All right, cool, 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 cool. Can I make like a nature or survival check or just like to see like, is there a, is there an elevated place that I could get to? Yeah, make a survival check. That is... 15 with a seven. You've been looking around and it occurs to you 
Okay, if you're in a place a lot of water, it's possible there's not a lot of changes in elevation around here. Because water doesn't tend to gather where elevation goes up and down all over the place. But it's not water. But, but if you're around this many trees, you could probably climb one. Start looking around. There's a taller one over there. And you can see it a couple hundred feet away because it rises up above the canopy. You feel like you could go there and get a better view of what's going on. Okay, I walk over to it. And, I, and I'm just like, as I'm getting ready to climb, I say, I'm going to try to climb you. If you would not like me to do that, please let me know. You study it closely, and then there's no response. As you look at it closer, you realize the side of the trunk is cracked open, and the inside is hollow. It's a dead tree. and But there's still leaves on it. If you look at it more closely, all the leaves are grow. Oh, this tree is made out of stone. You just don't feel like you could climb it. I want to look inside the hollow spot. Okay. Sort of like peer your hands and your eyes around. And as you look in, it's like, make a perception check. Oh, no. I'm going to use my inspiration. Guidance. No. <laughs> I rolled two natural ones in a row. Big oof. <laughs> uh, it's dark. You don't see anything. Yeah. No. I, I put my hand on the floor to see if there's like a hole okay. or is it just... So you reach your hand in and it's like the air inside is sort of like cool and empty and then, oh, there's something fuzzy. And as you pull your hand back out, you hear, what do you think you're doing? Sorry. And then um, you hear like, like, shove, like shuffling and this thing kind of stands up like there's a shape standing up like kind of two feet high and as the light filters into the crack, it begins to catch the end of purple follicles of hair like bright and fuzzy but kind of mopping into long thick locks of it at different angles and there's a horn recurving off to one side and then another to this side but then a third up and forward off the front of the head and these two eyes open and then open and open oh these are like four inch tall eyes on like a one foot perfectly round head with purple hair coming off all of it. And as it looks up, the eye, the light catches backward in like a tupidum lucidum, like on a cat or a dog. And you can see just enough light to see that there's no nose. There's just like a sunken depression with two slits. They're kind of opening and closing. And you hear a voice say in Sylvan, which you recognize, what on earth do you think you're doing? I respond back in Sylvan. I Do you just reach your hand into other people's homes? Sorry, I didn't realize it was your home. I, I just- Tree made out of stone. That is, Where would was, you live? It, I, in a different tree, but it, there's leaves not, in your hair. I came. Are also, you a dryad? Yes. I love dryads. And the head <laughs> gets taller and taller. Three feet, four feet, five feet, six oh feet, seven gosh. feet. I back and as it raises up, an eight foot tall creature stands up with a long neck. This thing looks like a muppet <laughs> from like a Tim Burton movie. These long limbs <laughs> grab out. There are three fingers, very long, and each of the fingers have six bone segments that wrap around. So as it wraps around the tree, it wraps around the tree. And then another grabs out on the other side, but on the other side, there's four fingers as they wrap up. And this tall thing stands up. It has two elbows that bend double joint at the arms, and the torso is this huge billowing rib cage and this tiny waist that just keeps going down and down and down and down. And all of that is what you can see from like the four feet up as it steps into the light, and the rest of the torso is still somewhere down in the shadow as it goes. Well, don't just stand there gawking. Who are you? You're beautiful. 
That was a kind thing to I'm say. S- I'm sorry. My name is Boz, and uh, I was... Good to meet you, Boz. And the hand reaches out, and as the fingers get close to you, they split apart, and there's five. I shake them. And it uh, it wraps around your hand, and the fingers wrap around your arm. And then it sort of, like, pulls back off of you. What are you doing in the Feywild? You're clearly not I'm from around here. I'm in the what? I'm in the what? Boz, like, freaks out. The what, Wild? Oh... You're from the material plane, aren't oh you? Oh my gosh. How did you end up here? What is that staff? I'm not from around here. Is that for trade? But I'm from around... No. Okay. I have many shiny rocks. This is... This is... I, I only have room in my life for one shiny rock, and I'm afraid that <laughs> I've already All right. betrothed myself to it. Well, what are you looking for here? Uh, first off... Do you like money? Oh no, it's useless. Okay, that makes sense. I'm in a, I'm in like a, a water, not water. Maybe to the elves if you found them somewhere around. Okay, there. I um I pull out my pet sticks. <gasps> I want one. I will happily give you one. I have a uh, two, three, three. This that one's a little one. dirty. He looks glad. Okay, I I give it to. I don't even ask for anything. I just uh, give it. The hand reaches out, and these fingers in the middle split and one single finger wraps around the stick and picks it up and the others manipulated as it looks at it holding it in the central finger and it goes I love him and then it sets him down on the branch and it waves a hand over it and then the branch is and the face opens and the eyes split and it goes as this creature casts awaken on it and the legs split and it's moving up and down I've always wanted a pet all the fingers come back together that was amazing. Well, I am amazing. Yes, you are. What is your name? Umpicus. 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 Why do you live in a tree made out of stone in the middle of a swamp with trees? Well, there's that water everywhere else. It's bad for my fur. <laughs> oh my gosh. Are you dangerous? <laughs> of course. <laughs> to me? Yes. Everything here probably is. You're probably dangerous to me. I don't think I'm dangerous to you. I see weapons on you. Those aren't for you. Well, neither are these. And the fingers raise up. All the fingers harden, turn into stone blades, and then turn back to fingers. Unless they need to be. You need to teach me how to do that trick. Oh, I can't. Okay. You're not what I am. I'm too interesting. What are you? I'm not interesting. So if I make myself more interesting? Maybe. Okay. I write down my... What are you looking for, Boz? I am looking for... I am looking. Oh, well. What? I'd be the surprised. Mad Prince brought you here, didn't he? Maybe. Mortals. Well, I hope he likes you. Sometimes I, he just brings them and leaves them. He's been good-ish to me. Mm. Well, if you're stuck here forever, wander around in the swamp for a bit, but come back. I'm always looking for a friend. Thank you. You know, I have to say. <laughs> The sticks just running around on the tree. <laughs> Is there anywhere that I should or should not go here? Oh, good question. Um, well, far south, everything gets very dark and gray, and all the rocks start floating and sometimes come to life and try to kill you. Um, that's where the water falls off of the side of the swamp and then into the sky. Um, there's also terrible monsters there that lurk in the darkness. So stay away from those. There's also a tree walking around on two chicken legs. 
don't or a house. Don't get close to it. A terrible hag lives inside. And a she will eat castle. all your skin and then make your body into her little flesh puppet. She likes them. Um where should you <laughs> Well, there's a mountain that breaks apart in all different colors of light. And I hear if you get close to it, you get a phenomenal high. <laughs> I, those are some interesting options. Um, where does Yellick to not live? Mm. Goes wherever. Does he have like? Okay. Do you need a roommate? I'd love a friend. I can be a you friend. You want to live here forever? I don't, not necessarily forever. But if mm. I had to choose between here, nice and another... try, mortal. You always love this place and then go back or die. I. I've always dreamed of coming here eventually. I've heard stories of this. Well, if you get bored, there's plenty of room in the tree. I lied. I can just curl up into a very tight ball. Okay. Well, you could live in the top of the tree. I could try to wait long enough till another one turns to stone and live in that one too. Um, I don't know what turned this to stone. Oh, I thought you did. Maybe. Anyways, I'm sorry to bother you. I'll bother. This was fun. Good. Boz, right? Yes. Enjoy the, the friend. I will. All right. All right. Also, be careful of the dragon. Um, dragon? She's kind, but she doesn't take kindly to outsiders. Where is the dragon at? Wherever she is. She okay. Moves. Okay. Watch out for her. Okay. Have a good reason for being here. I am. Oh, so if I have a good reason for being here, she might not kill me. But if I don't have a good I don't know. I've never talked to her. All right. All right. Um... That was weird. <laughs> Everything here is weird. I'm panicking. I'm sorry. You're starting to get it. I'm getting it. I'm getting it. All right. I'm going to go uh, eeny, meeny, miny that way. Right? No? I don't know. Okay. All right. It's good to meet you, Umpicus. Um Shakes your hand with all the many fingers. I hope to see you again. I genuinely do. I hope to see you. You are nicer than most things. I just want to let you know that. Yes, I am. All right. And it just keeps shrinking back into the As shadows. I move away, I'm like, I'm sorry for reaching into your home. And I keep going. <laughs> it was worth it. Oh, because <laughs> you keep walking through the water of the swamp. The pants take. Yeah. <laughs> Fades off. Into the Does it you're just walking around. Where do you go? What do you do, boss? I just head in direction. Okay. I don't go to. Towards... I want you to roll a D100 for me. Uh, I, I, she said to the south, right? But do I yeah. know where south is? Nope. All right. D100. Not the slightest. I rolled double zeros and a four. Double zeros is a hundred, right? No, that's zero. Oh. So you rolled a four. <laughs> Are you sure? <laughs> mm -hmm. How do you roll a 100 then? Uh, you roll a 90 and then you get one of the values in the D10 to get uh, to zero. And then that's 10. Oh, so four is probably not that good. Or really good. <laughs> or mid. I don't think it's mid. I think it's either extremely good or extremely bad. Who knows? I'm unpredictable. On a scale of yeah. one to oh. ten. <laughs> he's a ten, but he's covered in purple fur and lives in a tree. He's smelly. He's a four, but what? he's kind. What did Umpicus smell like? So to you start as you go walking to the oh, water. Oh, I scoop some of the uh, fey water up in my flask that seals it. Okay. You close it. Is it in there? Can I like wiggle yeah. it around? Okay. Wiggle it around? I've got swamp water from the fey. Okay. Uh, and you just start walking around. All right. Uh, and then eventually you start hearing a sound. <laughs> and something goes by you. It's like a blue blur. <gasps> Sonic. Uh, <laughs> gotta go fast. 
Is not going to advance. The chaos emeralds. And as, as, as this line goes by, you, you hear. <laughs> like someone laughing really quickly as they go by. I, um, I, I, I cast, I don't know if I have anything to cast. I, um, <laughs> is he like again. taking stuff from me as he runs by? I mean, perception check. Okay. That is a seven plus five, 13. Nothing currently, but whatever it is, is getting really close to you. Each time it's coming closer and closer to you. Okay. I, uh, I, um, uh, I cast hypnotic pattern as I, wait, no, what does hypnotic pattern do? Doesn't it just, no, cause faith things can't be charmed usually. Um, and I know that because I'm a faith thing. I cast, I cast major image, and I make it look like there are multiples of myself around. Okay, as you pick up the staff, you, as you set it down in the water, water swirls, and the parts of water rise up into the shape of you, and then solidifying your image that drips off until it's imperceptible, and you see, like it gets quiet for a while. And the images start walking around and kind of acting like you, kind of looking around in different directions. It's like there's five of you. And then the... And the object comes by, and as it comes by, it grabs at the hips of one of the... Oh, yeah, this thing's trying to steal from the images, but it got the wrong one as it goes by. Can I see fire? <laughs> no. I see any. Um, I... I, um... I... I cast suggestion. Okay. Uh, when I hear it come close. Okay. Here's what I want you to do. I want you to make a spell casting ability check, and I want you to try and beat a dexterity check from this thing. A dexterity saving throw. And you're gonna try and like spot it and cast on it before it can get near you. Okay. Is there a chance that it's not going for me, but for one of my images? I'm going to roll for that as well. Okay. But I'm I want you to get the chance to suggest it no matter what. Okay. So what am I rolling again? Just ability spellcasting check. Oh, man. I'm not doing so good. Uh, that is a 10. The thing in a blur, and you totally missed it. So your spell just whiffs outward. Um, but I want you to roll a d10 for me. Uh, or no, roll a d100. And if it's below 25, it guesses correctly and gets your image. Okay. I got a 27. Okay. So the image right next to you, it it, it like kind of whiffs through that and misses something. But you completely whiff and miss it. You get the feeling that it's figuring out which of the ones you aren't. Um, okay, Zach, tell me if this is something. Sure. If I cast Fire Shield on myself... It technically signals to where like something has to attack me to do it. But if they're like I would count this as that. Yeah. Okay. Um I I cast I cast the cold version of Fire Shield. That's freaking sick. And like blue flames like erupt <sighs> around me, but I make it look like it erupt around the major images as well. Yeah. Because I can change what they look like and what they do as they're around me. And the fire shield is not concentration, so I can do major image in this Absolutely. at the same time. That's freaking sick. Okay, so Boz, you lift up the staff, and as you lift it, or tell me if you want to flavor it differently. Uh, I, 
I mean, I have an idea for this podcast. No, but yeah, if you, you want do it. it you, you take have it. an idea. Take it. You okay. got it. You got so it. So you lift up the staff, and as you lift it up, the the gem turns burning red, and then turns blue. It's a blue flame, and all the blue, uh, like little flowers, burst into blue flame for a second. As you bring it back down under the water, all the around each of the major images, like the others are illusions, but around you, it's real. The water swirls, and it turns into mist, and then that mist pulls back down into fire but the fire around you is all blue and it feels cold as it around you in circles and I yell out hey stop I'm friendly and I want to meet friends here make a persuasion check <laughs> I'm not using Melanie's dice ever again <laughs> You have you have some honey boss dice right over there. Uh, that is a twelve. Okay. Sorry, Melanie's dice. You're getting. I have rolled like below ten, like twelve this entire session. Okay. You don't hear anything, but whatever it is does not come back. Okay. It's clearly intimidated by whatever this fire circle is. Me and my images keep walking. Okay. <laughs> does the fire circle go with you? There, it surrounds me. Like okay, it travels with you. me. Okay, so you just you just start walking, and five of you start working, walking with rings of fire burning around you through the through the bog. You walk, you walk, and you walk, and eventually you hear. So, who do you think you are, Bobs? In your ear. I think I'm what I have to be, and I think that's different than what I was four months ago and I think I'll be someone different in two weeks from now and I'm like talking to nothing like this mm -hmm. this voice yeah. in a world that I just showed up in that I have no idea almost like the desperation yeah. that where nothing matters and I'm just like I've got a little bit of a toot to me when I shouldn't probably <laughs> you know yeah sure sure but you are doing it yeah the better question was who was I no it's not and all of a sudden you notice, as you hear the voice, the gem is lighting up with each word that's uttered. It's coming from your staff. As if you were walking around with a microphone. I, I stop walking. Am I still on a bog? Yeah. Okay. Just walking around. You've been in marsh for some time now. I Which are technically different things, but nobody cares. I stop walking. And every single one of the bogs is doing the same thing, by the way. Because yes, in yeah. case someone else is watching. Yeah. I look into it and I say, I mean, I've, I've been what I've had to be. And I just keep doing that. And you hear, thus the question. And suddenly the voice is not coming from the staff. It's coming from right behind you. Like right behind you. I turn around. Standing behind you, towering over you at eight feet tall is a gorgeous creature he has beautiful wide strong features this like chiseled jaw with dark brown skin a wide nose thick lips dark eyes like it rims but this the irises are burning green light the um the eyebrows are wild and curled thick and at the trim of every the tip of every single hair is a tiny little like um moss like sort of like individual cells so that it looks like the fringes of his eyebrows grow into moss 
and the hair spills backward into a giant plume of moss around the shoulders and out of like arm hairs are growing like a thousand tiny little flowers. Flowers are small, they look like they come out of grass. And these huge elk antlers grow out of the head and there's these elk legs coming down with thick fur. You recognize Yelik Tanakh as he stands over you. I fall to my knees <laughs> holding the staff just like, and I just like with my mouth wide open just kind of like get up boss okay if I wanted worshippers I'd have a cult with a franchise no I'm just really tired I'm sorry and I stand back up I want an answer to my question who are you I'm desperate I'm angry (laughs) yes you are I'm violent The look on his face is curious because he's not empathizing with you at all, but it's also not barren of emotion. He's looking at you like someone looks at something interesting. There's a quizzical look on his face and he's just listening. I'm a warrior who would rather be home. Hmm. I I hold a sword that I never thought I would pick up. And I travel with people that I never thought I'd have the opportunity to meet. Yes, it's an interesting story. Why I'm watching it. Because I've seen it before. And I want to see how this one turns out. How did that one end? Cracks a smile. Weirdly. And he turns around. He starts walking through the bog. And everywhere he walks, all the trees turn toward him slightly and all of them that have any buds bloom as the flowers go by and then as he walks beyond they I follow him okay and you're just walking side by side with an archfey just the water I see you're learning his spells Hunden I liked him I wish I could have met him you might have liked him a lot of people have a lot of great things to say about him. Hmm. And he sounds very weird. Less than I would have liked. So who are you, boss? Don't worry about it. You don't know yet. No. No, I don't. And he stops suddenly. Kind of turns and looks at you. You were honest for once. Turns around and starts. Back to walking through the water with you. When have I lied? To me, very little. To yourself, quite a bit. But it's okay keeps things interesting not a god boz i don't pass judgment that's nice to know just read the book before i i boz is is just like it's very strange moment (laughs) it's weird (laughs) not working hard to explain himself 
Where are we walking to? He stops suddenly and turns and looks at you. Where do you want to go? I don't. You said this is where you always wanted to be, and here you are. I... Does it feel like enough yet? No. I want to see more. I want to see your favorite places. Make a persuasion check. I don't even have inspiration anymore. It's there, but I already used it earlier. When I rolled two natural ones in a row. Come on, boss dice. Come on. That is a 19! <gasps> persuasion! Yes! Plus 7, 26! Oh my gosh, yay! <sighs> Good. I'm just getting bored. And then he snaps, and all the water around you raises up, and the fire from your spell dissipates and gets sucked up into the water away from you, and it begins swirling. You know, in the last, the end of the like season finale of the Avatar, when uh, Aang makes that sphere that's water and fire burning together while he's fighting Fire Lord Aizai? That. With water and fire just begins and as it like begins burning all around, it turns into a rainbow of colors as light, like he's using the fire on the outside of the water to like filter through at like an atom, like, like, like an individual like water droplet level and he creates like impossible to actual physics, like a cask, he uses every single water droplet like a refraction to split apart the light of the of the flame and turns it into like a kaleidoscope all around you. And then you guys and you're suddenly and you're standing somewhere, the purple sky is still above you, but here as you get up closer to it, you can see the sky, it looks like it's on fire with bright orange and red everywhere swirling around in it. And you guys are standing on a rock hundreds of feet off of the ground. A huge stone slab okay, okay. turning and twisting with roots connecting to it that go to nowhere. Waterfalls are dissipating into nothing off of the side. And the rock is turning and you guys are slowly tilting toward the ground. And around you, all around you in the sky, are hundreds of others ranging in size from like the tops of mountains to like the size of a baseball. Just like, it's, it's like an asteroid belt in the sky and you don't recognize anything below you, just completely different lands. Do I have to like keep around. walking with the rock to keep from falling okay, off? Okay, so you start like adjusting for your weight, but as it starts rotating, you don't fall off of it. And as it slowly rotates, it reaches kind of level with the ground and you're just looking straight at it, but the center of gravity stays at the center of the rock. Oh my gosh. That's awesome. <laughs> <laughs> I like jump. <laughs> you jump and you like you leave the rock. Okay, and then you start falling away from it toward the ground, and a big hand just big reaches mistake. out and gets big your hand mistake. and just pulls you back down, and he goes, I do love mortals. And then he just starts walking around it, away from you. I keep walking behind him. Okay, so you follow, and you get close enough, and he gets toward a different rock further away, and he reaches down and squats down and just... and jumps away from it. And it begins like moving with his momentum like there's no force below him. And he arches it in such a way that as he goes up, he starts to fall out of the gravity field of the first rock, but he lets it lead him into the second one as he pulls oh, it so close to that galaxy. One, okay, like, I know this. A couple hundred feet away. Okay. What are you doing? I um I say. Okay. Let's do this thing. Okay. And I, um, okay. I get. I don't have like any jump things or anything. I um. Jumps. I cast. I. Jump. That is a spell. 
That's true. You're right. Wildly. That wasn't even a funny joke. <laughs> well, it's wild because it shouldn't be a spell, but yeah. it is. I, I jump. Okay. I do a big old hop. Make an intelligence <laughs> check. And it's, yeah, to gauge when the appropriate time to jump would be. I am not a smart guy. Or survival. I'll let you make guy. either. Because I am great it's at that. It's also like a reasonable. I don't know. I don't know. It's hard. That is a dirty 20. Press down. And as you press down, it starts being the adrenaline in your legs pumping. You're just like, oh my goodness, I'm going to do this. And as you propel yourself outward, you. Oh, you got that wrong. You got that wrong. You got that wrong. You got that wrong. You go, oh, you got it right. You got it right. And you start pulling toward the right rock and you and you kind of like land wobbly, but you're on this rock and your perspective is completely flipped now. He just smiles. I didn't need to do this. I just wanted to see you try. And, and all of a sudden, the moss covers him and he just turns into a giant eagle and all of the like he's a giant he's like a 12 foot tall golden eagle and all the tips of his wings are like a mossy green and the eyes are burning green and the edges of it are on fire and he just and his talons reach up and grab you and he just launches you away from the rock and he flies and you are held here in the on the claws of a giant eagle slowly rotating in and out of one gravity field from another as you fly between floating rock and floating rock and floating rock until he slowly starts working to one at the center and there is this massive it's like part of a mountain floating in the sky and there's waterfalls coming off but they're coming off at different edges so water's pulling off at every different angle floating away around from it and as it all falls away so many waterfalls are pulling off of different points like falling off of all over this rock mass that they're starting to condensate into clouds around the sky which are gently raining and like rainbows are being caught in that light as they come down from the sky around it. And as he flies you into the cloud, you can feel the water condensating under your skin. As he breaks through it, you can see below you, it's like an entire small island in the sky, floating and rotating, filled with trees of bright colors and streams of water that are like pouring down from a mountain at its center, pulling off and drifting away into the sky. And at its center, you can see some sort of a bright dancing light in the middle of a forest. He's flying toward it just... <laughs> but in, in this moment there's no fear or anxiety or stress maybe in the beginning maybe when the eagle took off but there was a moment where I thought okay it's just like it all just kind of like fell behind me as the faster that we left and now was just kind of like free like in the air in the grasp of this giant eagle flying to something I had no idea what it was carried by someone I don't know and that I don't understand by powers that I could never fathom and rather than let it crush me I just don't care I just feel free I just feel in the moment just the adrenaline of flying it feels good. Until you guys break through the canopy, and he drops you down onto the forest floor. And there's dense leaves everywhere. As you and fall onto the grass, but as you fall down, it feels soft. The ground gives when you hit it. And as you get up, you stand up, and there's bright green grasses growing everywhere, like tall stalks, thick but easy to walk through. 
There's leaf litter all around you, tall, thin trees. And as the light filters through the leaves, the leaves, it's like each little section of the leaf is a different semi-translucent vein of color. So they're not all green. It's like if the chlorophyll could come in every color. So as the light filters through it, it's like you're walking under trees made out of kaleidoscopes. And the light is just a rainbow all over you shifting. And he just <laughs> turns back into himself and lands next to you. I stand up. So I have a question for you. Mm -hmm. Were you always this way or did you become this? Well, I've always been this. Okay. I'm just curious. Smiles at you. Stares at you for a long time. <laughs> Chuckles to himself and just keeps walking. At some point, he just reaches down and his hands are huge. They're like the size of dinner plates, if not bigger. He reaches down and he picks up a whole clump of, gla of grass and just <laughs> reaches out of the ground and just starts chewing on it. <laughs> <laughs> and drops it down next to him. Falls down. He just keeps chewing it like a cow chewing cut for a while as he's walking. I've been there. Tastes good. Okay, and he just I've been a deer before. That's I've eaten true. Grass. Oh, you literally have. I forgot. Okay. Like I get it. Like I understand. He's like, oh yes, he literally. Fellow... Yeah, you literally know. And he just, <laughs> he just, and you guys just walk through the grass. Uh, there's just am I under like a canopy of trees, just like mm -hmm. rainbow falling around me? And as you, every once in a while, when you can peer through them, you can see that the island's upside down now. And now you're looking down at the world below you to another forest below you. You can see slowly every once in a while you can see through the gap of the canopy. Back down on the ground, I met an incredible person, person, thing. I met an incredible thing that said that I might be here forever. And do you want to be? A part of me was, was worried about my friends uh, because I care a lot about them. But another part of me was excited um, but now I'm, I'm still, I don't, I don't want to leave, but like, I want to take in as much as I can because it's, you see something amazing and you feel like you'll never see it again. And I don't know what's worse. The thought of never seeing this again, or the thought of not seeing them again. He's not looking at you, but he's within earshot. He's just walking as you walk with him. Nothing here makes sense, but it makes sense that it doesn't make sense. <laughs> he reaches up and he pulls this thick fruit off of a tree next to him. As he grabs it, he pulls it off a branch. It's bright blue and um, all the different, like, it's like, it's like a clumped fruit, sort of like, um, uh, like a raspberry with many tiny, like, sort of looks like tiny berries connected to them. But every dividing section is like a bright purple. So he pulls it down, he, he pulls it, palms it backward in his hand, he hucks it at your face. And it, and as it breaks over your face, it turns into gas and you taste exactly what the fruit would have tasted like if you put it in your mouth. And it tastes a lot like if you shoved watermelon and blueberry together and you just suddenly taste it. And he gives no other response. I know you want me to be shocked at that, so I'm not going to be shocked at that. <laughs> no, that's what I wanted. Of course it is. Excuse walking. Is there another fruit? Yeah. Can I throw it at him? 
Yes. Okay. <laughs> I would have thrown it. Make an attack. She's not attacking. You still have to beat his AC. Okay. That's the way it works. Add your dexterity modifier. Well, I'm joking. <laughs> that is uh, 22. Okay. Keeper's 22. Holy cow. I don't know about you. Give me a second. I have a snap block. Okay. 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 You got it. And I don't remember at all where the snap block is. Probably with his character sheet. I'm sorry, guys. I feel bad that I'm taking this. No, so this much is time. so good. I this feel cool. like I'm watching Doctor Seuss of you. combined Doctor with Seuss. Doctor Who. Yeah, this is incredible. Okay, I don't remember where the snap block is, so I'm just gonna use the standard Archfey one, and I'll get the right one later. Huh? You're in case I ever hurt. Oh, you sneeze. That's okay. No, it was a hiccup. Oh. I don't know about you, but I'm, I'm throwing 22. Like... Okay. Um. So you throw it and it onto him. Turns <laughs> to mist. He turns around with his burning green eyes. I'm smiling. Like I'm, it wasn't an attack. It was like a mischiefy thing. <laughs> <laughs> Did you make a wisdom saving throw for me? Oh, oh my gosh. <laughs> oh, that is a saving throw for wisdom. Mm -hmm. That is 17. Okay. You turn into a chicken. <laughs> and he just he just reaches down a finger and gestures like keep following. Okay. I I cluck, cluck, cluck. <laughs> and Boz are just plodding through the grass behind him as a chicken. <laughs> Alright. <clears throat> Back to our world. Um <laughs> Okay, so Ro, you're flying around as a bat. You two doing anything? Greta. I'm gonna go up to Greta. <laughs> so Craig is yeah, you walk up. Yeah, I'm gonna go. Greta. Yes, Craig. I know that you have like a lot going on. No, not at all, Craig. <laughs> <laughs> Can I show you my suit? Please? He doesn't wait for your response. He pulls out this, like, not pulls out, but, like, <laughs> has in his hand, like, this beautiful it's weapon. That is pretty wonderful, Craig. It can separate, like, a... It, it can come back like a boomerang. I don't know what a boomerang is, Craig. <laughs> Craig, you realize in that moment, neither do you. <laughs> They're native to die, Piasta. Goodbye, mate. Goodbye, mate. I might want to kill some Kifkins. <laughs> Are they Australian? Yes. You're joshing with me. Nope. Anyway. Anyway. Um, um, I'm going to touch Craig on the shoulder. And I'm going to say, Craig, that is the most beautiful thing I have ever beheld in this day. <laughs> I have a terrible headache. Oh. And I'm confused about my life. <laughs> me too. So much. You take... I'm going to give a little pat. I just saw your raccoon ring, Abby. I thought oh my god. I thought she was too, so and I was like, sorry, I'm so sorry. No, it's okay. D&D &D here? Yeah, D&D. &D. I'm so sorry. <laughs> okay, okay, okay. Um, and so I'm going to I'm going to give Craig a little <laughs> a little pat. Here, come here, Micah. And then Thank I'm going to like turn out of the room. Hey, Claudia. Mm -hmm. I know I don't I know that we don't talk. <laughs> That's true. But, and then he doesn't say anything. He's just like, Oh, the sword. What is that? I can't wait to find out. 
<laughs> Motive check. Insight check. <laughs> Motive. When have you learned to other? When have you listened to other RPG games? How do you know that? <laughs> Is that a thing? You're joking. It's sense motive in, in Pathfinder. Isn't it? I was going to say Pathfinder, right? You're joking. That's you're, wild. You're JKing me right now. <laughs> you're joshing. Not Are even you? rowling. You're pulling my chicken inside? leg. <laughs> 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 you just want to make sure. I want it. It's 15. Chicken that should be it's 15. <laughs> you don't know, get feeling that there's anything malicious behind her eyes? You get the feeling that this is a wizard who studied magic and magic items her whole life, and you're holding something incredible. Yeah, wizard acquired. Can you pinky promise me to be wise with it? I don't even know what that means. (laughs) (laughs) This is incredible. I I don't know if I've seen an item of this quality and make my whole life. Where did you get this? She sets it down on the bed. I don't. She traces her finger across it. This must be pre-birthing. This is incredible. This is amazing. Yeah, I'm I'm pretty impressed with it, too. Where did you get this? Today. I have a dealer. What? (laughs) Sorry. I have... Smash cut to Jackie. Um, Jackie, yeah, you're yeah. a bat. I, You've I been flying around for quite some yeah, time. Yeah, I eventually come down and go back inside. Okay. You're in the temple. Okay. Um, I... Where's, where's Greta? Um, Greta, you're still in the... Same quarters, right? I thought no, she I, w- I walked out. Okay, where'd you go? I walked to go find Yellick Tina. What? Oh, you did, huh? Nope. <laughs> the oh other big, nice guy. Ethan Kai. I'm so sorry. Very different character. Yeah, my bad. My bad. I think it's the same amount of syllables. In his quarters, so. Okay. Is the door open? No, but it hasn't been the whole time you've been here. Seems to go into it, close the door. I'm going to knock on the door. Hmm. Yes, Greta. Be honest with me. Is it a good time to talk? Why would I not be honest with you? <laughs> now that I think of it, that is a silly question. Is it's it a, a good, good time to talk? Okay. Bro, you come downstairs? Oh, they're at the end of the quarters. There's Greta and Ethan. I just nod. I say, hi, hi, Greta, hi, Edmund, hi. Hello, Rowena. Um, Ro, just, do I have to roll insight to get the gist that I'm I mean, interrupting something? I mean, you are obviously interrupting. Yeah. <laughs> Bye. No. Um, uh, I'll... I'll go find Craig. Okay. What did you want to talk about, Rissa? Can we go in and close the door? All right. He steps back, lets you through. Okay. His space is very simple. There is a stone. There's there is no bed in here. 
There's a cot on the like there's a like a roll on the floor that he is sleeping on, like kind of double layered but still rough. And there's a chest at one room where he keeps belongings. There is a small like makeshift wooden. There's clearly what is like a like a a little altar with a stone bowl and a wooden stand that you can break down and put together so that wherever he goes, mm. he can like burn incense. Then there's some incense blocks next to it. Um, there's some like there's his armor sitting together and some food provisions, some texts, and that is it in this mm. room. It's pulled to close, not much else. I'm assuming the room kind the of smells like incense. Yes. What is the two questions? Is there one consistent incense of Saloon? What does it smell like? Um that's something Zach has definitely thought about. It you smells can get back like <laughs> it smells kind of like Twilight Woods from Bath and Body Works. You know how <laughs> you know how cinnamon has um I guess I would break the sensation of cinnamon down to a sweetness a must and a uh, uh, like a sort of like spice mm-hmm. it's if you removed the sweetness mm. you take the sweetness out of cinnamon and leave only the must and the spice so there is there is a kick of something um, filled with intense sensation and also a flat must smell but none of the like sweet um, taste that makes cinnamon feel slightly deserty mm. That's a wonderful description. Um, it's not necessarily the most pleasant smell, but it's not bad either. Yeah. Okay. So we're just in there. He just sits down on the floor next to you, I and he sit is down. now like slightly taller than you as he sits down, crisscross applesauce. I also sit down. Okay. He is now uh, once again much taller than you. Okay. What did you want to talk about, Retta Smallstar? Um. And my eyes kind of like drift off in space, like examining the room. And then I, I look back and I'm going to ask, what is it? What does it mean to be a cleric? It means that you are devoted to a deity in their service. Hmm. And I draw my magic from that deity. You are a cleric. Mm-hmm. Then yes. And... And there's a little bit of tears. Mm. Yeah. Well, what if... I, so I don't know who my deity is. Does that mean that I... Am, am I serving them? I do not know. I'm sorry for all the questions. That makes no sense. Why would you apologize for questions? I don't know. Thank you, though. People often don't like questions. But I like them very much. People are frequently foolish. Yeah, I agree. I think I was foolish. I don't know how I... 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 I, I don't know how I got here. I mean, like, I know how I got here. It but seems like, as though there is a great deal you are not saying. Yeah, I do that. I... I... I don't know how, I don't know who I'm serving, and I, I have a feeling that they're not good. So I don't know how to, how can I exist as a cleric without, without doing what a cleric does. And if I'm pulling my magic from something horrible, 
how do I, how can I, how, how can I live a life that is not filled with darkness if the place that I am pulling from is filled with darkness? And I know that you might not have the answers for this, but this is just, it, I guess it feels good to ask them. I have been a cleric my entire life, except for the first 12. Then I was an apprentice to a cleric, mm. after which I was a cleric. My understanding is limited to the experience of a cleric. Mm -hmm. But I would imagine that if you serve something foul and you wish for it to not be so dark, that you should find something better to serve. You said that you are a cleric. Mm -hmm. What makes you believe that you are a cleric if you do not know the deity you serve? Do you know that you serve a deity? No. Are your magics divine? Yeah. Then it must be a deity. What is your symbol? I I pull it out from underneath okay. my pull out those dark black stag looking things. He's gonna make a religion check. Can guidance. I cast guidance? Okay, you cast guidance. <laughs> now I can roll a D twelve and add it to his roll. D twelve. Greta guidance. That's a good roll. Only when I'm your friends, which is great. <laughs> but ho ho, bagget. Okay, roll guidance. <laughs> no, Don't you, you do roll that? guidance. I know, but isn't it more fun if you roll it? Okay, I'll roll it. The rules of guidance must be adhered. I mean, if you want me to be the one who rolls, I've got it. Oops, too late. <laughs> wow. What was the total? I'm not screwing around with you. So I rolled a 15 on the d20. Yeah. First of all, this is a DC 25. Yeah. Um, for him, for you all, it would be higher, but he is literally an archpriest, so it is a 25 for him. A 25. He rolled a 15, and his religion modifier is plus seven, so that means that he's at a 22. I then proceeded to roll a three on guidance, <gasps> so he met the DC exactly. For you all, this would have been DC 30. Wow. Um, he studies it for a moment, then he furrows his brow. I have never met someone who follows this goddess, but I have learned of her in old texts from my order in a time when this world knew more gods. Her name is Beshaba. And for the note takers, that is B-E-S-H-A-B-A. -A. Yeah. She is the goddess of misfortune and ruin. Hmm. From where do you hail? I hail from Zillium in the hills and grasslands of Hilal, but I got this symbol in Mishas. 
with the hag. Invisibly. Yeah. I am not sure how, but I have divinated to Selun in question of this. One god may only exert so much influence over another. <laughs> but I have learned that somehow there is a union between Beshaba and the hags of Vithli'i. So you are a cleric. Clerics swear themselves to their deities. But you do not seem to have done so. How is it that you became consecrated? I think I did. But you did not to know to whom you were swearing your fealty. Mm-mm. No. That is a foolish choice. Yeah. But we all make those. Yeah. Interesting. What is? A deity is not beholden to give their clerics power. It is the service of the cleric which wins the favor of the deity and thereby their magics. I'm confused. What does that mean? You must be serving Beshaba in some way that continues to prompt her to give you her magics. I I don't want to. I don't I I didn't know her name is familiar, but I didn't know it until you until today. How can I Hags I don't understand. Foreign to me. I killed one. A long time ago, Where? Zedge, a Buer hag. <laughs> and then a giant killed the other three with a very large rock by crushing them. When was that? A year ago. DM, what were what were my hags? Not those. Okay. And not in Zedge. They and hags yeah, tend my to stay kind of local. My bad, sorry. No, it's okay. They tend to pick a spot and stay there. Sorry, yeah. Um, from what you know of them. But he continues and he says, I do not know much of them, but I know that they are strange. They have many strange magics. Yeah. It is possible that you are not free to leave the service of this Beshaba. But clerics, classically, serve their gods willingly. So I imagine that you could just stop. Well, wouldn't my magic go away? Yes. Mm. I also imagine that you could serve a different deity and become their cleric. For many, this takes years of devotion. got a staff. Do you do you know Karkrin? <laughs> no. No? 
I am I unsuited. Kirk. Okay. Uh, he's a lobster god. I'm sorry. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. What? From under the ocean. Under the sea. Under the sea. <laughs> All right. Uh, I did not know that. Yeah. Um. This world is very straight. Right, yeah. He, we were swimming under the ocean and we saw I see. a whole city covered with red lights. What? Yep. All yep. Right. Yep. And there was a huge uh, crustacean looking shadow that kind of glowed red. And then we killed a cleric of his and she dropped the staff and I took the staff and I am attuned to the staff. Is it DM is attuned? Okay. And I am attuned to the staff. So what, why do I keep doing this? I do not know. I am not you. Yeah, man. <laughs> yeah. Sorry. Again, this is... I am not emotionally intelligent. And I have tended to be much better at healing people of their wounds mm. and memorizing texts mm. than making people feel better in their emotions. But it seems like your problem is not with your gods, but with yourself. And that until you grow as a person, you will continue to make the same mistakes that you do not like. Perhaps you are making these issues about your gods so that they don't need to be about you. Hmm. Hmm. But I do not know. Because you also lived with hags. <laughs> so that should really mess a person up. Yeah. I spent 60 years in isolation. Well, 30. And I think I hallucinated for two of them. That was that was the end of it, I hope. Well, maybe dying was the end of it. I hope. I don't know. I... 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 Yeah. In my experience, if you want your circumstances to change, the beginning of this is to begin changing what you do. Hmm. But... You are clearly talking to people about your secrets. So you must already be changing. How'd you... Yeah, I was gonna say. Don't... Please don't. I, I would appreciate it if this remained private. Okay. This was helpful. I appreciate you listening. You're a good listener. Good. Thank you. Do you, are you interested in seeing the staff of Karkrin? No. Okay. Well, I get that. Yes. 
Okay. I should know who a new god. Yeah, man, and it freaks up. me out. I stand up and I guess... Open the door for you. Okay. And this time, Ro, did you go find Craig? Yeah. Let's Are you in the, the guest quarter? <laughs> yeah. Okay. I have the sword back, right? Do I... <laughs> She's standing up with the sword. Craig's dead. Claudia's <laughs> taking his powers. She's level 20. No <laughs> yeah, Craig, you have the sword. Okay. Um, I go... I say, um... Hey, 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 Craig. <gasps> wow, look oh, at this oh. sword. Oh my gosh, that's, oh, that's lovely. It's that might favorite. be the most beautiful sword I've ever seen. It's my favorite thing. It's quite beautiful. I love it. I can't um, wait to kill more generals. <laughs> yeah. Um, wait, what does, what does Calantra do when he says that? She's trying not to, like, she's trying not to be involved in your conversation. You can't help but watch her go, like, widen her eyes and then just go back to shaking her head and looking at some spot on the wall. Um... This may seem out of the blue and yeah, what's up? weird, but you know, we were talking about processing emotions earlier. Yeah, we like doing that. Yeah. yeah. Um, would you mind if I, I just feel like, um, I don't know, something about our conversation and all, would, would you mind if I played you a, a, a new song? <gasps> I... I, it was, um, I mean, I don't know when the next time I'm going to get to play in front of, like, you know, other people, and could I play well, it for you? You don't even have, if you just walked into this room playing a song, I would have to just sit and okay. enjoy, so I go mean, ahead. I, is, um, I just, are you mentally okay with me? I mean, it's definitely how I processed my my grasp on things lately bro i just told you that i was terrified for my family i think that you can show me a song okay um and she just kind of looks over at collagio too and kind of nods like uh, okay and rose sits like on one of the beds and just kind of starts diddle diddle do and i'll send you guys the lyrics in discord so you'll have that as well as he fell to his knees no more blood does he decree within its blood our blood was shed town engulfed but victory led agony and turmoil the wandering death wanders no more heed before this song of reprise parsage is the place of his sorrows and turn to ash nothing left disintegrated by the maker's major self his haste was his timely demise ash and dust was his end dolgoth will never slaughter again agony and turmoil the wandering death wanders no more heed before this song of reprise janus is the name of his sorrows the are the name of the sorrow. Togoth is 
Chills. They're wow. multiplying for sure. <laughs> okay. Bro. Wow, that was really good. Sorry. Wow. Thanks. <laughs> this is something Tella would say. <laughs> Rest in peace. She's the new Tella. No, 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 she's it. No, we got no, 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 I will I'm not accept it. I'm just kidding. Hey, um, that was so good. Please don't Thanks. play it in the oh, no. <laughs> <laughs> And you can see that like Kadra's like that hit her. She was um, just turned away from you and I forgot she was there. <laughs> <laughs> um no, God, God's no. Um I just I'm just kidding. That was so good, Ro. I um I can't usually talk about my emotions, but I can You can write them. Yeah. It's easier to write them. Yeah. It's at about this time that you and Ephemund walk into the room and you're like leading him to the staff. Mm-hmm. Hello, Rowena. <gasps> Crado! Ro just kind of nods. Where yeah. is Boz? And Tello. Oh, um... Did you find Boz? Uh, oh, I forgot. Um, so you I... You forgot Boz? No, I... So I went, like, flying around and so I, you I forgot... You flew lying? Um, yeah. I forgot Nugget once. I... What? <laughs> What? What? You can fly. I well, I forgot I just, Nugget I just, once. I just recently like. Did I, you say you can fly? I just recently learned. Like I turned into a bat and was looking for balls. It. She is also um, a druid. No, I'm. I'm actually not. I'm a bard, but I have, you have like leaves in your hair. Flowers, yeah, but too. like half dry. Yeah, I think are the words that Boz used. Anyway, yeah, I how did you not wrong. know She's that? She's a cleric. The princess of death said so. <laughs> the princess of death. <laughs> oh, anyway, no. So, um, I went looking for Boz outside, and I found Tello, and he seemed, <clears throat> he seemed really weird. And I asked if he was okay, and he, he kind of was lying. But I mean, I know when none of us are okay right now, but. Then he went walking down the street, but I went and looked for balls, and I found... You guys know how when he turns into, like, something and then leaves are left behind? That's what those were from? <laughs> Ro looks at Greta. <laughs> yeah. Um, yes, yes. Um, and his tracks just kind of stopped, like... And I went and flew up, and, like, he's just... It's like he... It's kind of like he disappeared. Oh no! Like he's not again. But we do not. This <laughs> happened once before. <laughs> what do you mean again? He's well, gotta no, leave it now. What do we? Well, but for some reason, I'm not. He's gotta leave it. For some reason, I'm not. I, I don't feel. I don't feel worried about him. Do your friends like, typically leave? No, he, but Boz does sometimes. He what? did this one time. Wait, what? Yeah, it was before you were here. But me and Greta, like, spent the whole day just walking around town trying to find him. But he, like, ma- he like was magically taken away. Yeah. Well, I but just, he just returned. I don't know. Like, I have a feeling inside that, like, he's okay, maybe? I don't know. I like your feelings. They make pretty songs. 
<laughs> Thanks. Uh, Ephemid is holding your staff. Okay. <laughs> All right. Thank you. Do you. Puts it down. He sits down. Yeah, he puts it down. Hey, oh, I'm okay. Gonna, I'm gonna go well, check on Tello. All right. Dinner will be in three hours. And Ephemid walks out. Cool. <laughs> okay. Great. Take a lot of yeah. Okay. Sorry. No. No. <laughs> Where do you go? What do you do? Um, bro, you said he was upset, right? Um, yeah, he had he had been crying. Um, and he seemed really shaken. Like I I reached out to touch him, and he almost like jumped. Uh, but he went. Um, what direction did he go? DM. He went straight, like past the road, is what you said. <laughs> Which can I see? Cardinal. That- Direction. Can I see the back east. of that punch? He went. Never mind. It's okay. He went. I think he went east up up the road. That means so much to me. Um, <laughs> do you want to take my compass, Craig? No, I would know the directions based on like my experience. Like Biasta. No. You lived um, under the ground. I know. <laughs> yeah. Micah only knows cardinal directions in Biasta. That's it. <laughs> That makes sense. No, nope. like, you're from 140 <laughs> miles south. Huh? So it's sort of like, you know how you live in Texas? Yeah. <laughs> if I put you in the middle of Michigan, you might not know where anything was. That math didn't uh, completely add up, but the analogy. Michigan is a lot further than is like Waco. Or, yeah, Waco. Yeah, the math wasn't... But it still kind of stands that, like, you- you're from this <laughs> continent, but not anywhere around here. No, I was... Okay, okay. Do you want, do you want my compass, Crick? Sure. Okay. Um, um, I can use that. Does Greg know how to use a compass? Here you go. Greg, you have a compass. <laughs> Just, you know, bring it back because I got it off that rogue <laughs> and I want to keep it. <laughs> God, you're just not. Okay. So I was going up. So you leave. Yeah. Okay. You leave the temple. You are yeah. outside with the compass. Can I do telecheck? You, <laughs> you know what? <laughs> I don't know why you would want. I don't know why you know how to use a compass, <laughs> but I also don't want to get stuck here. So you get it. And, uh, <laughs> it goes a direction. You, you don't get like how to go east. Your parents um, punish you, and you're like, I don't want to be punished, so I'm going to make this punishment as miserable for them as possible. And, yeah, you uh, kind of got me there, man. Um, so. As you look at it, due east is across the road, and it just kind of leads into just sort of like just the wilderness that way. Hmm. I'm gonna walk. Your in speed that is halved. Oh, oh shoot! Oh, no. You can still walk places. Okay, homework boy. Just very slow. Slow. <laughs> what do you do, Craig? I love role play. What do you do, Craig? But like, <laughs> why are you so exhaust? Okay. Um, I'm gonna call out for him as I walk towards. Okay. So you just start walking east of the compass, yelling Tello. You go yeah. forward. What are you two doing? I uh, go back yeah. inside the room to get some leftover soup. <laughs> you two, in like a sort of rapid sense, what are you doing? I'm gonna go sit. I'm gonna grab my sketchbook, and I'm gonna go sit in the temple. Sick. You? I'm 
going after having a freshly cleared mind after playing a song as Ro does, she's going to take the staff by her bed that she's already unattuned from and walk up to Kaladra and say, Hello? I don't... Mm, okay. Don't make me regret this. I don't think you will, but here, I... Just, uh, no, just take it for now. I don't... Okay. No. No? Well, I guess if they're going to find me with you all is a good time. Okay, yeah. She takes the staff back. She puts it down <laughs> in bed. I'm not going to use it against you. I don't want to die. Awesome. Sounds good. <laughs> There's just awkward standing there. <laughs> she puts it down in the bed in front of her. And she kind of wraps her head, her hands around it. She focuses on it really fast. You get the feeling she's waiting to have this back. Mm-hmm. And she starts attuning to it immediately. As a, I wonder, I just want to say, as a fellow like caster, Ro like understands like having that security blanket of your thing. Yeah. So she just kind of nods and um, turns away. Boz. Back, back. Cluck, cluck. <laughs> oh, yeah. I forgot Boz was a chicken. <laughs> You want chicken. Oh, dude, um, on the chicken. The, I want and, Boss uh, chicken back. Some feather <laughs> KFC. <laughs> uh, <laughs> you guys walk. Fair enough. And you walk. And eventually, the path that Yelixanon begins leading you on starts going, okay. Uh, sorry, Abby just had a real quick stroke. Uh, the path that it begins leading you on begins moving down into, like, sort of to the edge of the, the forest trees begin to eventually clear and they reach a beach. And the beach is sand, but all the sands... You know how sand is like quartz? Yeah. It's like quartz. if the sand... Quartz? Yeah. The mineral? It's like this. It's like if the sand was only the clear quartz pieces. So it looks like the whole beach is made out of glass, but it's soft like sand. Hmm. And um, it leads to a pool of water, which is shining with color, like sort of rainbows, like as if, like if light were playing across the top of the water like a rainbow, but it's beneath the surface. And in the middle of the water, the water splits and the path just continues down into the lake, which is at the base of this sort of like curved, like uh, inlet into the mountain through which a waterfall is pouring down. And this is forming all the rivers that are pouring off into different parts of the island. Um, and he just begins walking down the path. I I follow. Okay. And uh, I, don't, I don't say anything right now. As you walk by the water, you can see shapes around it there are fish swimming next to you in a wall of water oh my gosh you can see like plants and similar aquatic plant-like organisms from the base of this like pond floating and writhing back and forth in sort of like silhouetted shapes beyond the water's wall as he begins walking down he he begins walking into the mountain and eventually you all begin walking into like a subterranean like pond or like like a like a cave like inlet but you are underneath the body of water that is there. As you're walking around it, there's still vague light sources somewhere in the water, and eventually you walk to what would essentially be the base of this lake that is partially under the mountain. But instead you're looking at the lake bed, and in it, set into stones everywhere, there are small colored gems. He walks around and he says, this is one of my favorite places. What part of it's your favorite? Take one. I look at the gems on the ground. What kind of colors are there? Um, 
all different colors. Blues, purples, greens, yellows, oranges, reds. I go to a yellow one. Okay. Then I you pick reach it. down smooth. Put your hand on it. Okay, it's definitely set into stone. It's a gem inside of a stone. Looks like volcanic rock sort of mixed in between the sand. It's just set into it. Well, I don't have milled stone. I have erupting earth that could probably make a few. I'm joking. Um, Zach, he said take one. Mm -hmm. I, I try to pull it up. Like I'm trying to, like I keep like, like trying to like break Ow. it. It's very set into rock. Well, I am. Uh, I'm struggling. Mm -hmm. If you don't want one, you don't have to have one. I take my scimitar out. <laughs> Make an athletics check. Athletics. Mm -hmm. Can I use my attack bonus? Sure. Yeah. Okay. You attack that rock boss. Plus one. <laughs> That's a natural 20! Ah! Wow! <laughs> 21. 21. 21. And it splits off. And instead of parts of the mineral coming off with a stone, the rock breaks, but the mineral or the gem becomes comes completely free. No other trace of the stone and just in the sand. I, I put my scimitar back, I pick, I pick it, up. it up, and I look at As it. As you pick it up, it's gorgeous. It looks sort of like a yellow sapphire. And it's big. It's like almost sort of like golf ball size. But all of a sudden, as you look at it, you realize inside you can see a line of something moving around. Like just sort of like a writhing line moving back and forth. Holt. Holt's <laughs> brother. What is that? Looks like that. Okay. But do you know who you are? Not yet. <laughs> least you're honest and then and you are everything sucks together and morphs and like you feel this violent pulling in your gut and all your hair stand up and you just suck together and as um as you are still in the room and you left and you're not there so or no actually we'll say it's in the temple so you're in the temple sketching your sketchbook and all of a sudden there's like a flurry of leaves and bosses standing there huh my guy. Hi. Hey, <laughs> what happened? Oh, um. Where? I. What I, was that? <laughs> Does he look different at all? He looks like boss. Looks like a chicken. <laughs> there are a few chicken, chicken feathers feather. on there. I went to the Feywild. Mm, what? The Feywild. I was pulled there. Okay. And I met. Umpacus. <laughs> Who is that? The most amazing thing I have ever seen. Huh. Should I be jealous? <laughs> it tur I re I turned one of my pet sticks real. No way. And it looked really weird. Yeah. And then there was something trying to Sonic the Hedgehog tried to steal from me. <laughs> <laughs> and I got to play Super Mario Galaxy in real life. <laughs> Bro. And <laughs> I'm just joking. Um, I describe the okay? crazy events and I say, yes. Um, and all of a sudden, all of my memories of what happened beforehand, it just kind of fled back into me. And I, I have mm -hmm. this, this yellow thing in my hand and I want to do some kind of like investigation or like thing on like. Well, you turn it over 
and it's fractured. It's covered oh, no. in cracks. And it's like splintered in your palm. I want to do like an like a like a arcana or something. Well, um, as you try to do anything with it, you go to touch it, and it just falls apart. And then all of a sudden, there's this flash of light, and suddenly you guys hear, and this thing bursts out of it. And flying around the space, there is suddenly a fairy dragon. So, Sorry. Five E has art and concept for it. Um, but I'm going to do something much cooler, so bear with me. Have you all seen the 2000 and something movie Avatar? Yes. Like the one with the blue people? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Oh, I yeah. saw the most yeah. recent one. Okay. Do you know the flying banshee things they ride? Yeah. Yeah. Okay. So what emerges and so. comes out is a small draconic, it's like a small reptilian creature. This is the general artwork for them. I'm oh. going to modify quite a bit. But this it's is like the general a for them. mockingbird so, dragon. What emerges is a reptilian creature with a long head that sort of, it has the long, like, um, no, I was about to use way too technical terminology. It's got like the head of a lizard that comes down to a sharp point with a sharp crest that comes off of the chin. And then off of its head, there are two like inset eyes into the side of the like muscular jaw and like sort of like that of a dinosaur, but they groove inward with the skull and that groove branches upward to these tall crests over the eyes that ridge back into very small backward turning horns with a slit in between them. And the back of the head comes down to this thin serpentine-like neck with this deeply keeled chest like that of a bird. And in the and it comes up to this prominent point at the bottom of the sternum, but there are deep grooves in the side of the keel where its legs sit perfectly like laid in there with these long, thin reptilian legs. It has this smooth, long body with legs that again set into like these grooves in the pelvis where the legs can perfectly conform with the body. It has this long tail that splits into three points and fans out into these broad skin flaps and the the tips of the ends of the vertebrae point out into the tips of the tail so that the skin flaps can separate and pull apart and fan out into like membranes and then pull back together and make a perfect point of the tail and it does not have two butterfly wings at each side it has reptilian like branching bone structures that come off into three sets of wings on each side that have what look like insect wings with lace like um, vein tissue that goes through th- clear tissue, but it's all like reptilian, like thick membrane tissue. And as light comes through it, it sort of floods into different colors, like a, like a kaleidoscope. And when it when it's flying, it sort of glides with its wings, and they all like flow in motion one after the other as it moves through the air. So it's like around the space, and it looks like it's swimming through the air in a serpentine. And when it's in the air everything completely conforms to its body so that it looks like a serpent and then it turns and it curls up and lands on Boz's shoulders and all the limbs come out and grab onto the side of him with these claws and it and there's suddenly this creature about the size of like like you know when cats are at that awkward juvenile stage where they're not a kitten but they're not a cat it's about that size yeah and it curls up and as it lands on Boz's shoulder it folds the wings in it and they perfectly conform to its body so it looks like it doesn't even have wings it just looks like it has like like line designs on the side of it and it raises up its head. It's tall, like serpentine neck, but it's a lizard-like head. And it goes... Well, hello there. Oh. And it has these cold, brilliant orange eyes. And its whole body is like a yellowy, fiery red with scales that go back and forth with black patterns intersecting them. Like like marble pound cake, but like reptilian scale tissue going all across it. Bro, 
I already did the Rose's not there. Rose not there. Wait, did we hear? Or wait, where are you? Craig left. Oh, oh yeah, you're there. in the you're in the yeah you're in the room next to them. Okay, He's so I heard and could I say I heard sure, and ran in? in. Okay, I was like, well, what was that? What was that noise? Bro. And then there's a Balls. thing on Boz's shoulder. I'm like standing very still. What? What is? What is that? Where? I already did the where thing where I, I talked to something magically today. Can you? Can you just? Can you like do your thing and like translate? What? Just please. You want me to yes, talk to yes. this? What is it? Yes. Okay. Uh, Rose does a little strum on her lute and looks <laughs> at it in the eyes and goes, um, hello there. No response. Do Must you... not be a beast. It's not a beast? Wait, I thought we can talk to animals. Must not be an animal. DM. Oh, it's because of Faye. When I cast <laughs> tongues on myself, I could talk to the birds, right? Or not? No. I, <laughs> I, I start speaking Sylvan, and I say, mm. can you understand me? Its head turns, and off at the back of its neck, these long strips of tissue that you hadn't seen lift off and turn into these, mem like, these, like, tentacle, like, sort of appendages that can lift off of its neck, and at the end, more bone points come out and fan into membranes so that it's like it has fans that come off the side of its head and they just nod and it lifts its head and turns and, and it seems like it's responded and understood you oh my gosh um well just I, I'm like speaking in Sylvan still just to let you know uh what's going on right now um before, you were you, you were just in the Fey Wilds, but an Arch Fey has sent me and you back to the Material Plane, which is where we are at right now. And um, I he, he gave you to me, but also like I don't like the way that sounds. Like you're welcome to travel with me if you'd like to, but if you wouldn't, then you're free to. It halfway through talking, it just lays its head against Boz's neck and like constricts around it and wraps up the back of his head but kind of like abrasively and suddenly like it's like a snake wrapping up the back okay. of your head okay. and it curls up the, the around the top of its head and it kind of makes like a nest of its body at the top of his head and sits its tail up high but then its tail like wraps really tightly around your neck okay. it doesn't have the mass okay. to choke you at all but it's like it's like tight around your throat and the wings flap up and just kind of lay on either side of Boz's ears balls, and, balls. It just, and it like reclines onto an arm like a cat does and lays another arm over that and the cat the, the hand which is clawed like digits are laying down over your eye and the head just kind of looks lazily around the space guys this is my new friend balls yeah what's what his name is that thing i i'll i guess we'll know when when it when they tell us when who tells us do i know it's a fairy dragon make an arcana check Okay, come on. Hot, hot, hot. Okay, okay. Can okay. I make any kind of nature or arcana check to see if that I is a ever... 21. Mm -hmm. I'm giving him the opportunity because he has this. Okay. A 21. You don't have the first idea what a fairy dragon is. Jeepers, but for some reason, you know what a fairy dragon is. <laughs> like, you have no education. This isn't something you learned about from the Lost Lands, but all of a sudden you're like, fairy dragon. You don't know why you know that, but you do. This is a fairy dragon. This is a baby fairy dragon. What color is it? Like a reddish, yellowish. Wow. Okay. Wait, so like you said fairy. Like... Is it going to grow? Fairy. I don't know. I don't know. Platypus. 
<laughs> Perry? <laughs> I speak back in Sylvan and I say, Do you have a name? I don't understand what it says. Does anyone be, speak Draconic? Was that Boz saying it's that? It's not or talking us? primordial, is it? No. Okay. Was that and then Boz saying that? You hear in Sylvan. So it goes like. And as it does, it's opening its mouth and it has these retractable shark fangs like a snake, like a python, that lay forward in rows. And it's talking by rubbing its teeth together and lift and like tapping the top of its jaw with its long serpentine tongue. Oh, well. And you all understand, you two understand in Sylvan. I don't know um, Sylvan. You understand in Sylvan. <laughs> and you do. That um, it says, I'm messing with you. I don't have a name. I just came into existence. Okay. What would you like to be called? I don't know yet. Okay. Surprise me. We'll figure it out. Your hair is soft. And it just lays down even more in your hair. It gets real relaxed real fast. It it just lounges in the way only a cat can. I don't Aww. sour the moment. I just kind of let it do its thing and just like it's this is its spot now. Yeah, it's just reclining on your head. Okay. Wow. Alright. Smash cut. Craig. You are walking through the Austin wilderness. You're crunching through rock. It's very different than where you're from. And even where you're from, you didn't actually spend a lot of time above ground. You spent most of it beneath ground. Um, but uh, you just walk with a compass. And like early afternoons fading in. Or late afternoon, rather. I want to do um, magic awareness to see if I can sense where he is based on the magical items he okay. has. It's 60 feet. Focus in on yourself and you... Expand your consciousness outward and you hear. Let's spice up your vision. You open your eyes. This like wave of energy. <laughs> slows outward from you. Yep, you're standing in the middle of uh, wilderness. You're maybe like a thousand feet from the temple now. Hello? Hello? I just keep looking. Um, I'm going to say I'm going to give it 20 more minutes and then head back. Okay. You um, wander around in the stone ravines and paths for about 20 minutes. Don't find anything. Okay. Start heading back. Okay. Wait, 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 before I do that. Okay, you stop halfway there. Can I do deepest insight? It's within 30 feet, but maybe just try. Okay. See if I can sense and do. You try to hope on the inclination. Maybe you didn't get him with the first thing, so you close your eyes and you reach out your mind with your strange eldritch powers you've gained. So you focus outward and expand your consciousness. You don't feel anything. back okay and you walk all the way back across the wilderness across the road back up the path toward the temple 
as evening starts to set in. And um, as you get halfway up, like halfway up the path, kind of look back and it occurs to you that you have no idea where he is. But, you know, you look again and just wilderness. Okay. So, good luck. All right. You walk back inside. And as you um, tread back up the steps of the temple down into the main room, uh, you go down and uh, the whole group is, bathered, is gathered around Boz, who has a fantastical and bizarre creature <laughs> coiled up on his head. Before I um, before I do that, just real fast, I just want to say, hey, old. Hello, is, there, is there any way you can make sure Tello is safe wherever he is? No. This is... I can keep my focus on certain things, but I'm not capable of protecting the world. You're right. Just a little worried. Thought I would try. Hmm. All right. Thanks. Okay. Then you walk down steps, and then boss is in the central room with Boss, what's on your shoulder? <laughs> your mom. <laughs> dump, dump, dump. And that's episode 60. All right, guys. 0. 0.07 levels. So level 9. <laughs> Twenty-two. We're eight point one one. That's satisfying. Wait, 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 wait! No, we're not. No, because nine. So that's eight point two. Yeah. Eight point two, y'all. Even better. Dude, Whoa. that was fast. All right. It's that emotional growth. <laughs> if we kill another general, we get to number nine. Okay. Maybe. <laughs> probably not. If we take care of the lieutenants too. Yeah, probably. And take their stuff. Anywho. Okay. <laughs> Goodness. Any final thoughts for the listeners, people? We're going to I the will, cafe. Pray for Tello. I, I will cry. Did you say pray for Tello? Pray yeah. for Tello. Hashtag I will lose my Tello. mind Hashtag if you Tello. Pray for Tello trending on Twitter yes. this week, guys. Please. I'm so upset. Ooh. That stinker, I told him to do one thing, and he did it. You're going to take away <laughs> my favorite like, ah, NPC? Whoa, emotional vulnerability. Eek. Well. Patreon's Eek. cool, y'all. Eek. And yes. uh, it's mm -hmm. great. If you want to, you should mm -hmm. listen to it, leave a review, tell somebody about yeah. the podcast, or just keep enjoying it. And if you like us talking about things like Pray for Tello and our thoughts <laughs> on that, and memes, and our thoughts on mm, our raccoon. emotions, and oh. mm, raccoon, mm. it's a good, good thing to sign up on that Patreon. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. Amen. I got my